Welcome. Welcome to the Money Mentors Podcast. Well, it's so nice to be back with you today. And, and Laurel, I mean, you know, you and I are looking at plaid next week. We're going to be out there in Scotland. Scot- yes. Is it Scotland oh. Highlands or is it Scotland Highlands? That's what I want to know. <laughs> so, uh, Nancy. They both sounded the same to me. I'm sorry. This is work. We're going for work, you know, seeing the economy and different things of availability at Scotland. And so we're going to be over there for, I think it's about uh, five nights. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. So we'll be traveling over the Atlantic. So uh, Saturday night and Sunday, when you look up the sky, we won't be flying, but maybe we will. <laughs> Just look at the little dot flying. You could wave hi to Gary and Laurel up there. You're going to have to work on the accent just a little bit more, though, Gary. I think that's going to be, uh, what do you call that, <laughs> terminal at this point. <laughs> it's not happening. <laughs> it's not happening. But, hey, you know, uh, I hope you enjoy your time over there. I know you guys actually do a lot of travel. You meet with a lot of people in the financial industry. But what interests you the most when you get together with other people from your industry and, and compare how you do things versus how they do things? It's, how do I say this? It's it's an eye-opener, let's put it that way. Okay. So many advisors out there are about gathering clients, not mm-hmm. taking care of clients. And I guess that's the best way to put it, is that, you know, when somebody comes here and we go through all of the aspects of their plan, and they kind of look at us a little bit glassy-eyed at first, but they get it that, you know, all the pieces of the puzzle have to be looked at and tended to. And then I just don't know how somebody else can just say, okay, we're going to start you here with a 60-40, you know, 60% stock, 40% bonds, and that's what we do. And how do you know if that's going to work for the client and everything going forward? So it's just a kind of amazement that uh, when we talk to different people and we talk about what we do, they're going like, well, how do you have time to bring new clients in? And I go, that's not our focus. Our focus is making sure that we take care of what we have now in our client base. And that's why we spend so much time communicating to them, but also really looking at what they have now. When we look at clients' portfolios and things, it used to be that we'd look at portfolios basically on a semi-weekly or monthly basis. And now we're checking things almost on a daily basis because the markets move and they're much more volatile. Mm -hmm. And so it takes a lot more attention to look at things when they're volatile or not. And I think volatility is going to be here to stay. So that's why we look at what we do, how we do it, so we can keep our clients out of trouble. Yeah, it is key in helping people enjoy a successful retirement. And if you want to learn more about that investment philosophy there at Matson Financial Services, this family firm is right here in West Michigan, and we're here to serve you. But you can find out more at matsonfinancial.com. Now, another thing that makes you guys, I think, a lot different is that you focus a lot on the middle class and the people that have worked hard for what they've worked for all these years. And now that they're ready to retire, helping them do that successfully. But it's interesting. There's a new survey by Bloomberg just out that shows concern about the economy, specifically from this middle class. Just 39% say they expect to be better off a year from now. Are they getting squeezed right now? And how are you still able to help them retire comfortably despite all the headwinds? It's kind of interesting because just this last week, we had two reviews with clients that have been with us quite a while. I mean, over 10 years equally. One, she's a widow and and living on her own now. And the other one is that they're right in the prime of retirement and really traveling a lot. And we talked about how we're adjusting their portfolios and what we're doing. And both of them had the same comment, which I thought was interesting. They said, we trust you. We understand what you do with our money. We're confident that what you're going to make the move to, we understand. But more importantly, it's going to keep us where we need to be. Hmm. 
And that's where it is for our clients. I don't have that middle class person coming in going like, I'm worried if we're going to be able to stay retired or we're going to make it through retirement because we built that into the plan. Uh And so as things change, I mean, inflation's going to be there, you know, markets move, all the things that would make you worry of whether you're going to have a good retirement or not, we build in the plan so you don't have to worry about those things. Yeah. And uh, I think the part, though, where they talk about getting squeezed and I'm sure you see this because I, I don't know about you guys, but I feel it right now is you feel like, OK, I'm going to end up stuck with the tax bill, though, for all the spending the government's doing on everyone else, both above me and below me right now. Do you find any validity in that? I don't think they're looking at tax bill today. They're looking at the factor that as they take money out and we have to take those dollars out in the future, they're wondering how bad they are going to get squeezed in the end. You know, is it going to be where they're going to be like other countries where we're at 50 or 60% tax on money you take. And if you've done well, that's really a punishment Mm -hmm. and that you don't have to rely upon somebody. So it seems like, you know, the government wants to punish you for doing well. And if you don't do well, and then they want to take care of you, they want to take care of you the way they want to. Not a very good standard in my mind. Real life lessons about your retirement. You're listening to the Money Mentors Podcast. Well, we all know that real estate prices have skyrocketed over the last several years. And Kiplinger points out a lot of us might be sitting on or perhaps sleeping in a place <laughs> that could help provide a really significant amount of retirement income if we play our cards right. Now, if someone, say, out there listening is planning a move or maybe thinking about selling off some investment property they've had for a while because it's appreciated so much, how do you help with those kinds of scenarios? It's really about making sure two things happen. One is that you get the maximum dollar out of the property you have and that you're not being set up to do some things that really don't need to be done. And let me explain what I mean by that. We, you know, we all want to have property that looks good from a curb appeal and the things that we want to do. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the realtors will come in and say, well, you need to paint the kitchen and living room. Now, that may be true or it may be something that you're going to paint something and then you're going to find out that people come in and are not going to like your lavender color or your white, <laughs> too many whites in there or tans mm-hmm. or whatever that is. So sometimes it's better to give an allowance for paint or uh-huh. allowance for something and build that into the factoring so that you're making it more appealing for more people. Remember, how you get the most money out of a property isn't having that buyer. It's having two buyers or more that want that property and they're willing to go overboard to make sure they get it. So that's a great way to do it. In fact, we have a client that we talked to just last week, and and she lives on a lake. And we talked about two years ago, this being the year she was going to sell. And she came in and says, you know, Gary, I know we talked about this. Is this the year I have to sell my property on the Mm -hmm. lake? And I go, no, you're fine. She goes, really? And I go, I can stay there a little longer? I said, you can stay there three, four, five more years if you wanted to. But is it comfortable for you taking care of it? And she says, that's the problem. She says, I'm having trouble getting people to come in and help me, the stuff that she can't do. And she says, I think I got one more, maybe two more seasons in, and then then I'm going to be done. But it was nice that she could take that breath and say, you know what? I still have a little more time there that I feel comfortable living on the lake. 
And then we talked about what she's going to do. We're making plans right now to say when she's done on the lake property, she doesn't want maintenance. She doesn't want those type of things. So we're developing either a rental program because she doesn't want to take care of anything or be responsible for it, mm-hmm. or a condo program where it's all taken care of for her on a normal basis. So we're looking at those two concepts and where she wants to go and looking at that opportunity. And she's now planning that out many, many months ahead of time before she has to make that decision. And this is something we're really familiar with with a lot of our clients because being in Michigan, we are so fortunate to have these amazing summers and the falls and seasons, but a lot of our retirees like to be snowbirds and they're going down to Texas, Arizona, or Florida. So we have this conversation with them about relocating out of state, what that looks like. We also talk about downsizing. You know, I know uh, Taylor, my husband, just had a, a client conversation last week that was, you know, they're in a home and they love it, but they're ready to downsize. Like dad was talking about a little bit in that other instance, you don't want to do all of those maintenance things in the yard outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what does it look like to downsize and go to a condo now? So we see that a lot. And then also we have the opposite effect too, though. We have some of our clients who are adding additions ah. because, hey, I never got the kitchen, right? When we moved into this place in our 30s or 20s and we had kids, I want the kitchen of my dreams. Right. So they're working on that. Or the mother-in-law suite. We have some of that happening. So wherever you are across that spectrum, these are just some of those conversations that we still have with our clients. Now you might be thinking, well, that's not investment related. And directly, technically, no, but indirectly, absolutely, yes. Yes, real estate is an investment. Yep, because even if it's your home property, your main place where you're always going to be, we want to make sure that you have great rates and how that works with the goose and the golden egg. Are we taking so much out of your portfolio to pay off this loan or should we just pay it over time? So, and it's also a client preference. You know, there are people who come in and say, Gary Laurel, I understand your philosophy here, you know, but I really can't take it. I just want this mortgage paid off. Okay, <laughs> want it to great. be gone. Want it to be gone. So I can sleep at night. Exactly. Yeah. So perfect. Let's put that as a part of your dreams, goals, and desires, right? So we get to learn about you and you learn about us and we call it financial dating over the years to where we're married. And so we would love to help you on some of these conversations as well if you have these questions. And that financial dating is really about getting to know you and knowing what your specialties are that you do very, very well and the things that you don't want to do or mm-hmm. don't wish to do. We had a client recently and he's been asking us to do some of his investing for him. And it all came clarity very recently when he brought his wife in and he said, this is all about her. He says, I can do all this myself, but he says, I'm sharing with you of how my attitude works towards investing and I know when I'm gone, she doesn't want anything to do with it. We wanted to have someone that she could trust come to with anything and knowing that's going to be following the same principles of what I wanted to have for my family. And so he's now educating us and we got to that point where he was now ready to introduce her to us get that familiarization done and working towards her now stating her dreams, her goals, her desires if he was not to be here anymore. Weekly lessons from your money mentors? Yes. Hit the subscribe button now and listen every weekend on Wood Radio. The opinions expressed in this program are for general informational purposes only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual or on any specific security. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult your financial advisor prior to investing. Any past performance discussed during this program is no guarantee of future results. 
Fee-based financial planning and investment services are offered by Matson Financial Services, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Insurance products and services offered through Lakeview Financial Group, LLC, Matson Financial Services, LLC, and Lakeview Financial Group are affiliated. To find out if Matson Financial Services is licensed in your state, please call 800-536-8907.